Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is in our midst. Good morning. Well, in our meditation study of the Divine Liturgy, we've come upon Holy Communion. And just as we did with the Lord's Prayer, we spent several weeks on that. We're going to spend several weeks on Holy Communion because this is the central act and purpose of the Divine Liturgy. And so therefore, there's lots to be said about it and lots to look at. And one of the things that I want to do today is look at the gospel reading of the Sunday after the elevation of the Holy Cross in context of Holy Communion, because it will help us to understand what Christ is talking about. Because he says something very interesting after telling all of us that we should follow him by denying ourselves and picking up our cross. He says, Truly I say to you, there are some standing here and that means you. There are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God come with power. Now, we might be tempted to think this is about the second coming, because, of course, that's how we imagine the second coming, is the kingdom of heaven coming in power. But he says this very interesting thing, that there are those standing here, meaning people 2,000 years ago, will not taste death. So the kingdom of heaven has already come with power because those people 2,000 years ago saw it. And so we have to really chew on this and try to understand it. And the best way to understand it is in context of the divine liturgy, holy communion, and Isaiah chapter 6. Now, if you recall, a couple different times, I've called attention to the sixth chapter of Isaiah in this meditation. And that is because this particular passage prefigures and describes to us what we are experiencing right now. Let me remind you. In the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, the house was full of his glory. Around him stood seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two he covered his face. With two he covered his feet. And with two he flew. And one cried out to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Sabaoth. The whole earth is full of his glory. The lintel was lifted up by the voice of those who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke. Now, these words we have already seen, because we, along with the angels, have sung these words. Holy, holy, holy Lord of Sabaoth. We have seen God's glory. Even if we couldn't see it, it's here. We have celebrated the liturgy with the angels themselves. Oh, and it's filled with smoke. That smoke is the smoke that comes off our censer. So for those who complain about the, our use of incense in our liturgy, we can point to this. Isaiah said, Woe is me because I am pierced to the heart, for being a man and having unclean lips, 
I dwell in the midst of a people with unclean lips, for I saw the King and the Lord of hosts with my eyes. He despairs because as a sinner, he is not worthy of this vision. He is not worthy of being in the presence of the kingdom of heaven. Then one of the seraphim was sent to me, and he had a live coal in his hand, which he took with tongs from the altar. He touched my mouth and said, Behold, this has touched your lips, and the Lord takes away all your iniquities and cleanses you of all your sins. Now, this is key. This image of a seraphim taking a coal from the altar of heaven, the kingdom of heaven, and bringing it forth with tongs to touch the lips, the sinful lips of Isaiah. And then declaring, this has touched your lips, and the Lord takes away all your iniquities and cleanses you of all your sins. Now, when the priest takes communion, while all of you are singing the communion prayers and the communion hymns, the priest approaches Christ with the words, Behold, I approach Christ, our mortal King and God, the most precious body of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ is given to me, the sinful presbyter for the forgiveness of sins and life everlasting. Again, I approach Christ, our mortal King and God. Your most precious blood is given to me, the unworthy presbyter for the forgiveness of sins and everlasting life. And upon taking the body and the blood, the priest repeats these words, quotes these words from the seraphim. This has touched your lips and the Lord has taken away all your iniquities and cleanses you of all your sins. The very same words that the seraphim said to Isaiah come from the lips of the priest because this coal from the altar is a prefigurement of the very body and blood of Christ that we partake of during the divine liturgy. And in Greek, the same word that is used here for tongs is the same word we use for the spoon. The priest plays the role of the seraphim, bringing out the coal, the body and blood, and with the tongs offers it out, and Christ himself gives you his body and his blood, which touches your lips and cleanses you of all of your transgressions and cleans you of all of your sins. And this confirms, without a doubt, that the church intends us to envision this passage from Isaiah. What he sees, we experience here and now. And it is in this context that we can begin to understand what Christ is talking about in today's Gospel reading. He's telling us, if you want to see the kingdom of heaven come with power, Pick up your cross and follow me. Deny yourself and follow me. And I will give you my body and blood so that you might behold the kingdom of heaven itself. The throne of God and the seraphim and the cherubim around the throne of God singing, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord of Sabaoth where you, in that same place, will be given that cleansing coal that touches your lips in the same way that Isaiah had his sins cleansed, so too will you. And more than that, you will receive me, Christ, and the eternal life that Christ offers. This is what 
he means when he says there are those standing here who will not taste death before they see the kingdom of heaven come with power. This, the very thing we do today, because here and now the kingdom of heaven has come with power, a power that cleanses sin, a power that gives eternal life, a power that tramples down death by death, that through the cross we get to experience that power, experience that glory, and then walk out of here being able to declare that I have seen that kingdom. I have seen it come with power. I have experienced that which Isaiah experienced and more because Christ gave himself to me. And we are called to preach this good news because there is no news that the world has ever heard that is more important than this. The kingdom of heaven is open now. It has come with power now. And that Christ has trampled death so that we might experience eternal life. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and forever, and to the ages of ages.